I'm always trying to like focus in on on maybe who's kind of holding back a bit or who's maybe not you know maybe not believing in themselves when I really think they like I think everybody should believe in you know what I mean like I'm kind of I find myself like very often looking for who's who really wants to be saying something or doing something but is kind of just you know holding back and I think with I think with my audiences it's probably a similar thing where it's kind of like look if we just if we, if, if, if we if we just break through that 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 fear or that thought we, we're all we, we can make we can make this a lot more magic right on well welcome everyone to the right songs you love podcast it's it's super cool one of the things i've loved about this experience of having this podcast is kind of the real timeness of it in terms of things that happen i love to sink in and and bring them up for conversation because particularly for songwriters wherever you're doing this it's like the longer that you're in it you eventually start performing or, or sharing songs or have a very long career doing this kind of thing and there's a lot of other elements to the experience that we don't tend to talk about so much and and a lot of that is is to do with the sh not just the sharing of the songs but but actively going out and and putting yourself into venues and touring and being in spaces where people can hear you but without actually telling people about that <laughs> there's no real sharing of experience in that telling of getting you know making it known spreading awareness about your show and your or your tours and all this kind of stuff can be a funny thing to feel in terms of sometimes it can feel like you're you're kind of being annoying or like that you're it's a lot of labor and in, in on an emotional level too of feeling like oh can i invite them again do they are am i being irritating to them do they want to hear this again have they've been once are they going to come ever <laughs> it's uh it's an ongoing thing and it doesn't really go away and just uh brought up a really interesting conversation so we've got dominic Pico, who i met in vancouver i'm trying to think of what year it would have been probably i think back to like 2010 or 2011. yeah i think i think that would have been when it yeah that sounds right because I just remember I met you at, I think in a basement somewhere. I was with my friend Kate. Yeah. And I think she had done a songwriting session or like you had sort of an ongoing right. songwriting school where a workshop where every week people would get together and share songs, I think. And you'd give them, it was, a, it was, it was, a, is this a sound of right? There was a workshop sort of thing that you were, you were running and you'd give them a, from my understanding of it, you give them a new topic or something they had to write on every week. And then every week that you'd come in and you workshop the songs. I think my friend Kate, she introduced me to you. And I just remember being in the basement of some apartment. <laughs> and that's where I met you. And I don't know if it had anything to do with, with the songwriting, but I think there was some people from the same songwriting group. But I think that would have been 2010, 2011. I just remember I, I just recorded a song that ended up being like the, the title track of my first EP. So it would have been, yeah, it would have been 2011 at the latest. Somewhere in that range. You know what, actually, I think it, I figured out now, it would have been 2012 because, so that particular, that was an apartment that I had lived in, huh. uh, a basement suite, and I was just about to leave because I was going to Nepal and China for some musical things. And I was just huh. leaving, I kind of, letting go of living anywhere officially <laughs> and and doing this and that was like a kind of final hurrah get everybody together kind of party and and kate yeah kate i i don't know if you knew this about her but like we met at a open mic at in kitsilano that i used to host and play at all the time corduroy yeah 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 okay. mm -hmm. and and so she yeah i I forgot that that this happened, but we were she was a part of this workshop where we were collaborating and just doing things together. And she came up and did a song with me, busting out her tap shoes because she used to be a tap dancer. <laughs> and we like we we up on stage and corduroy, we we pulled the the carpet off the stage <laughs> and she came up in these tap shoes and was my rhythm section to the song, <laughs> uh -huh. which was one of the craziest funny jams. And she's just a person that's got so much pizzazz and totally hammed it up and went to town. <laughs> but yeah, she came and brought you. And I remember you playing a song, uh, had a moment there where 
you shared. It might have been that that title track that you were working on. I think I think it was that song. Yeah, that that might make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember a good friend of mine. I I can strongly visualize that because she was just bawling her eyes out. Like she was just so touched by the song that you did, and like oh. would talk about it for so long after that. And like she became like a mega super fan of you. <laughs> and oh, it was amazing. Like, such wow. a sweet moment to witness like her because she had been going through some difficult stuff, and that just like was such a over the top moment for her. Uh huh. Wow. Wow, crazy, crazy. <laughs> but, that would have been your basement apartment. Yeah, yeah. I was sharing it with uh, two other roommates. One, Leah, Leah, who I think you might have known as well. But there was this Italian couple that we were living with, too. And it was just this funny mixture of of characters yeah. in this little basement suite. Yeah, yeah. I totally, I, yeah. And I totally stayed in touch with Leah through, like, for years after that. I don't, I don't know. I feel like she moved to Toronto anyway. Anyway, welcome, welcome. <laughs> a, decade, a decade ago, and now today. Yeah, yeah, and you're living in Germany now. I'm living in Berlin. Yeah, that's I'm incredible. Yeah. So, well, yeah, just this, this the nature of of this show is really, uh, it's really to get into songwriting and looking at the heart of songwriting and the stories that really make songwriting and the sharing of songs powerful and meaningful. It's it's not necessarily the the kind of, as in general terms, more of like the industry kind of talk. It's it's mm -hmm. just I love getting into it with people about like why why songwriting and like where it started for you, but also just some some big experiences that you've had with songwriting. And I want to get to what you brought up last or last couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. But I'd love to hear because I've never really sat down to ask you these kinds of questions of like yeah. how did Songbug start for you? Where did I get bit by the the the, the, the venom, the big fangs yeah, the venom. sinking in? <laughs> um, it, it largely so for me it started, um, well, what well, kind of like the first flirtation with it was when I was about eleven or twelve, and I, I was I, I this is the way I kind of remember it. So this is before I think before I actually started songwriting, I saw. I remember I was reading a Guitar World or, or some magazine, and I was a really big Silverchair fan. Mm. And, and this is kind of bizarre because I remember I remember just like idolizing these bands, and I remember seeing this picture of Daniel Johns, the the lead singer of Silverchair, on stage, and it was like he'd just been hit in the face with a beer bottle or something. Like the the crowd had gotten like really rowdy, and and like bottles were just flying at this festival or this concert or whatever and he got hit in the face and it was a picture of him and, and basically the caption was like he just kept on playing you know what i mean like he just he just he got hit in the face of the bottle and didn't stop and cry about it and cancel the concert he just they just kept on rocking out and then i think when they got to the end of the song he was like okay i need i need to get sewed up or i need some assistance before we can continue rocking and that was like the caption <laughs> And I just remembered like thinking like I want not that I want to get hit in the face of the bottle, but I just remember like that was super entwined. It was just like I really want to write songs. You know, I really I really want to be a songwriter. I really want to sing my own songs. I don't know if if there was an, an element of he being enamored by obviously the passion that goes involved with just being being that strong to kind of continue going. Huh. Um to just to just as a brief aside, I did get hit in the face by my guitar player years later, <laughs> and I finished that song. Um, <laughs> that was a, that was one of my lesser favorite memories, but kind of a hilarious one all the same. Um, and I, I I remembered sitting down shortly after, maybe even the same day, and being like, "Okay, I'm going to write a song," and then and trying to write to write something and just being just thinking this is terrible this is so bad what i'm writing i can't do this i cannot do this and i basically put it away and just decided i'm 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 never i'm never going to be able to do that you know as this like 12 13 year old kid or however old i was i can't do it and um i didn't do it for a couple years and then it was i was 16 and I kind of had gotten into different kind of music. Um, and my my father, my father passed away when I was 16. And 
that was those are the first songs that I ever wrote were kind of me dealing with my father having passed and all of a sudden it, it was it was it's like the clouds parted and I was like oh hmm. oh this is how you write a song wow. um and this is how you do this is how one can deal with grief and this is how one can yeah like sort of self-therapize for a better for lack of a better term and and just really just sort of like yeah reinterpret pain or um trauma or that that kind of that kind of energy i was just like reforming it into music um and that's kind of largely where when i got bit by the bug when i was about 16 years old and i just and i I immediately just like loved the process i loved yeah the magic of it and, and the feeling of 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 sort of being really, really stuck. And then all of a sudden, oh, like having this aha, aha moments or a series of aha moments before something existed that didn't exist a day ago. It's pretty amazing how, how different it can feel when, you know, you're just writing for the sake of whatever, I'm going to do whatever. And then something happens, you know, like the situation with your dad and you're like, this is big. I just need to process this and something comes out that you really connect to. You know, there's something about the choice that we make of what to write on that that makes a huge, a huge, huge difference. Hey, like in terms of mm-hmm. how you feel about what you you're able to show up with in the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, just as a side note, there's the craziest thing. Like I'm, I live in Kelowna now and we're in this place that is very, uh, very foresty. And there literally is like a. When you're talking about your dad and and the situation, there's literally a a deer and a baby, like a brand new baby deer that just like walked by oh, and wow. like looked at the window. And we're like, we like Dom's story here. <laughs> like, yeah. like that, that doesn't happen. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I know. Yeah, you just had like a baby deer approach your story in that situation. So wow. you know, let me you know that. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. But. Going back to to like silver, I loved silver chair. That that's really makes me yeah. that time and like I'm there was that oh what was that like that one main song? It was just like really got me into guitar. Um, Israel's son. No, it said tomorrow. Tomorrow. It was tomorrow. I remember like spending hours trying to learn that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Loving playing that song like nonstop yeah. all the time. So cool. But what you're saying about that moment with the beer bottle is like so impactful for many reasons but i think particularly when you just see someone so dedicated to just being in their moment of what they're sharing and just being in that song like that they don't even stop for a blunt object in the face that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's like okay they're real connected to what they're yeah. doing now that's inspiring yeah exactly <laughs> yeah unreal well okay so so from that from that time then like when where were you living at that time like where did you grow up i grew up in salmon arm not far from where you are hey, okay yeah amazing yeah. so then yeah. what when did you find your way to vancouver i um i graduated from high school in salmon arm i went for an exchange to brazil for a year <laughs> and that was kind of that was the year where i after graduating from high school i didn't really know what i i, I was kind of very torn between between acting, I had big dreams. I was going to be an actor or a musician. I knew that I loved both both things. And when I went to Brazil, I largely that was just such a place where you you could really everybody loved if you could bring out a guitar and you could lead like a song session or a sing along. And I just kind of decided in my mind at that point that I wanted to write my own script. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I felt like if I go into acting, I'm going to be I'm going to be reading somebody else's words. I'm going to be I'm going to be following somebody else's script if I'm an actor. Whereas if I'm a musician, I can very much make my own, you know, art. I can start my own projects. I can, you know, I can sing my own songs. I mean, thinking back of it now, I, I could have probably done that as an actor, too. But that was kind of what led. there was a lot of pushing that led me into the musicians, music, musical world. And so when I came back from Brazil, I went to UBC and I, I just went and did a liberal arts degree the whole time I was playing in playing in bands. And that, that's kind of what brought to me, me to Vancouver and started playing in bands in Vancouver. And I was there for about 15 years. Gotcha. So 
I'm, I'm curious because you've you've been in a lot of different places, but even particular mm-hmm. that time, like being in Brazil, like how did did you find the just the, the sensibility of the musical side of that culture affected your writing at all, or like how did that influence your music, or did it? I think it did. I, I think people always assume that maybe I got into like like bossa nova or something that, that that i feel like the expectation is i got into some kind of some kind of latin rhythms um which is not to say that i wasn't interested in them and wasn't listening to them but i i, I think i think the what what had the most effect on me in brazil was that in brazil was that everybody or they had a lot less of this self-consciousness that i think we have in 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 the western or north american or european world where this thought of like, oh, I I can't sing. I'm not a good singer. Mm. You know, you're you're you should sing. You're a good you're a good singer. Um, the beautiful thing about when I was in Brazil is that if if there was a song that everybody knew, everybody would be screaming it or singing at the top of their lungs. There was there wasn't they didn't stop to go like, oh, I'm not a very good singer. Everybody would just be like, oh, I love this song, and they'd sing along. And and I think that that probably had the biggest effect on me was this this idea that that. You know, if we can, if we can all rally around a rhythm or a sound or whatever that is, and 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 make that bigger, it the wave just gets bigger and bigger and more beautiful. I think, and I think that's kind of that to me. But but maybe maybe there are other things that I don't even realize that effects that even or even really I realized happened. But that to me was the thing that I took away from that place. Yeah. Well, in any way, did that affect how you were with other people? Like, did that give you any kind of different, uh, I don't know, there's something about when you see something like that and you've experienced it, sometimes it can become something that you want to bring to others, you know, especially when you go between and literally going between worlds where it's the communication and the enthusiasm is so different. And even across Canada, like I've noticed this from extensively really like going detailed from detail through Canada, through the different provinces is like communication is very different in the regions. Mm -hmm. Mm It just, it seems to be a, well, in general, a little bit more readily expressive, readily like, like what you're saying, the more East you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, it's just kind of like, it just seems like that's just kind of how it is. But, but I don't know, like um, when you approach people, like whether I guess it's just in an everyday to day or like, even if maybe how, how well, I'm wondering, it was like, does this affect how you speak to your audiences? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I think, yeah, I, I think that, the, I mean, I don't really, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to how you're connecting the two, like in regards to this, this sort of, because like basically one thing I try and I try and do in, in sort of an interpersonal, but there's like less people, but you can do it in a larger crowd is that as, I'm always trying to like focus in on on maybe who's kind of holding back a bit or who's maybe not, you know, maybe not believing in themselves when I really think they like, I think everybody should believe in, you know what I mean? Like I'm kind of, if I, I find myself con- like very often looking for who's, who really wants to be saying something or doing something, but is kind of just, you know, holding back. And I think with, I think with my audiences, it's probably a similar thing where it's kind of like, look, if we just, if 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 we if we just break through that 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 fear or that thought, we we're all we we can make we can make this a lot more magic, or we can make this a lot more magical. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I think I remember I remember being in like a <laughs> I think I was in Chatham, Ontario. Was I in Chatham? I was in Chatham, some small, and I and I and it was post show. I was there with my friend Leighton Bain. We played a show together. And, he, and we were and we were kind of having a sort of the similar sort of jam thing going on, and then he kept on kind of being like, "Why are you choosing these terrible songs to play?" Because I was just kind of like taking what their requests were, and then it wasn't until this one guy who'd kind of been really sort of just kind of like stuck and kind of shy, we were singing "Creep" by Radiohead, and I remember he just let that you know that point where it just goes like it breaks through and he's he was the one who led that charge this guy who kind of been quiet the whole time and kind of just sort of like pulled back and all of a sudden he went and i remember Leighton looking at me and was like i know what you're trying to do now and i was like yeah see like 
<laughs> so I think I don't know. I, I think I, I think I think there is just sort of this, you know. Uh, I'm I'm kind I'm, I find myself fixated on the why why aren't we you know I can see we're all holding back like I went to a concert the other night too where it's like everybody left this you know it's like this five meter gap from the audience to the stage and people are like, I'm like why don't we go dance up front it's just dance music and well there's like people sitting and I'm like well who cares like they're sitting like we should dance I think if we go dance the people who are sitting might stand up and finally I just grabbed like three people. I was like, let's just, we're just dancing in front of the stage. That's what, like, the, the band wants this. The band doesn't want to be playing for a bunch of, they're playing dance music. And slowly but surely, everybody, and it was like, oh, we're having a party. We're having a party. And I think that's kind of, that's kind of my, my, my underlying goal in most situations. It's like, what is the, what is the boiling point or the breaking point that we're all holding back from pushing through? Mm, that's beautiful. Well, and I love, so there's a lot in that. And yeah, thanks for going on this like safari. <laughs> I don't know if I answered your question, but that's kind of what was in my mind when you when you were saying talking to your audiences. I was like, I think that's what anyway. Well, it, this is great. And I this is gonna be amazing for, for everyone to hear because you know, you 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 can't access that if you're if you're if you're always kind of closed when you play. Mm -hmm. You perform and you're closed your eyes and you kind of go in your own world, which totally is its own thing. And some people have really can like create such an amazing magical presence in that. Mm -hmm. But I think you do miss a lot, you know, like you do miss these kind of moments where you, you are kind of scanning your radar and really actually kind of getting a sense from people. And the fact that you're observing that I think is so special and something I think is just to be encouraged because I guess you don't always know what you're going to get from that. You, you can't know exactly what's going to happen, but just being open to the idea that, you're trying to ask that question is like, how, how can this be special for everyone who is holding back? And maybe how can I help them be here with me? You know, mm -hmm. like, is there something I can do, or maybe we can do this together and it, it will be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that is just, I think a recipe for just amazing things to happen in the experience of sharing songs. And the fact that you do that, uh, is yeah, I think that's just what makes that's the, one of the best things I think about, live music is that exchange. It's not just going to see people behind a box and that that's the same thing every time. It's like when, when this happens and you realize as an audience member that they are, you know, someone is looking at you and they're talking to you and they're, you actually can influence this experience. Then now it's something different. Now it's something mm -hmm. way better and, and way more memorable and, and really empowering and the trickle effects of that you, you may never know, but they can be huge. And and it's, mm -hmm. it's just pretty special, but I think it's just a drop in the bucket of being, you know, like cor courageous enough to be on stage and, and want to hold that kind of a space for people to to break through. And are you, do you ever listen or follow to any of uh, Derek Sivers stuff, like the guy who created CD Baby? CD Baby. It's been a while since I've checked. I've, yeah, I'll go on. You reminded me of what you were talking about at the dance, like the dance thing the other night is uh, there was a video that he put out and I'll just see if I can find it and I'll link it in this is um, he had a presentation about the first follower and, yeah. and there's this music festival and, and it's a scene out on a hill and there's a guy just like rocking out like he's the only one and like thousands of people that are out in this thing and he's just dancing like crazy and and they're talking about this this movement of like when what creates kind of this tipping point for people to jump in and, and let go as a community as a whole, because one person just sometimes isn't generally, it's not enough. Like it's the kind right. of thing you're like, Oh, that person's crazy. They're doing their own thing. But, but, but when somebody is when the next person is involved and, and they come into it, like this whole video breaks down this other person that kind of comes out or is like welcomed by the person to like, yeah, come on. And they go for it that he's like showing them how to do the dance or like whatever, just doing it with them. And all of a sudden that person's doing it. And now they're, it's no longer just that solo person. And then person by person by person. And then just like mass hordes, like start flocking into this. Thing. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just cool to see like that little, that little flick and, and all that energy that just gets released. And, and the, yeah, I liked how you talked about like the, Kind of the boiling point kind of thing and like mm. what can like open that up is just is absolute magic so 
I'm always thankful for people like you. Like I try to be like that whenever I can too, because you see the effect. It's like, if that's all that needs to be done for everybody here to just let go, let's get yeah. it over. Let's just go for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it really, it, 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 to me, it's like the more time you can spend in that space, the better. Mm -hmm. And if it, if everyone's holding back, it's less time in that space. Like you may get like halfway through a show. It may be near the end of the show. And all of a sudden everyone's like, all right, it's the last song. Let's go crazy. <laughs> We've been right. going nuts, but we could have been doing this the whole time and really like enjoying this in a different way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's just so interesting to me because the, there's often so much wisdom in within a crowd or within a room. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's not wisdom or just, I remember playing this one show at the backstage lounge where I often, I, I often like telling stories and I, I get pretty silly on stage. It's kind of one of my like antics is like, I like being funny or like when we can all laugh together too. Mm -hmm. And I remember this one time, this one show I had where I was just very much being conversational with the audience. Um, people were like, you were so funny tonight. You were so funny. And I was like, honestly, all of my punchlines were just me repeating things that were being said to me in the room like i would may ask a question then answer would come back and then someone over here would, would say something really hilarious and i was just the one with the microphone going this 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 and that and everyone ah ha, 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 he's so funny i'm like i didn't say i didn't come up with anything funny i just like it made the invitation for people to make punchlines, and and then i just repeated what you guys all said and i think I think you can apply that sort of logic to to a lot of different art forms where it's just like it's not about the person or the woman or the man who's on the person's on stage oftentimes it's about everybody in the room making this this situation or this experience an experience yeah. and i think that's yeah no i i totally agree like everyone contributes and and like what's <laughs> unique the and kind of the irony of being up on stage when you have a spotlight on you is when you're doing what you're talking about, you're literally turning that spotlight on them. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah this is genius. So I'm going to highlight that. And like, they feel like a million bucks because it was funny. And like the context, everyone's contributing to make this thing together. And it's mm -hmm. it's fascinating. And so if you're, you're the kind of person that does that and like you go in with the intention of just being open to that, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what necessarily what's going to happen, but I know what generally gets this going and then I'll work with what I've got and mm. it's going to be a blast, you know, it just always yeah. seems to be, does that ever, or has that ever affected then your songwriting process? I was going to say this is the perfect, this is the perfect link, but yeah, no, it totally has. I think as over time, I think as a young songwriter, yeah, I was, I was a lot more like, uh, you know, like, no, I'm working on something here. Don't, don't, don't affect it or don't I don't change it. I I think I have a pretty clear vision of what I want it to be to now being more and more just open to what what should we try and say, especially in co-writing sessions. Like I'll I'll go in oftentimes with, you know, I think I go in with ideas or, or starting points, things I'd like to say, or you know, maybe things that I want to put put down in a statement in a song. Um but being very loose to or very, very open to suggestions that come in and often from oftentimes from people who don't even aren't even really in the songwriting session. I think I think I'm I'm honest. I'm, I'm always just just trying to to let wisdom come through because um, because oftentimes it'll be lots of little ideas or something. Somebody will say. like sometimes it'll be, you know, It'll be like, it'll be my, you know, my co, my co-writers at the time whose girlfriend walks in and just say something like, just, just, just say something, just simplify what we're trying to say or say like, you guys are, this is such a fast song or, or something that, you know what I mean? That, that kind of make, make us go, oh, oh, we should try it slower or we should simplify that or why don't we? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, thank goodness they were here to break that down, you know? And I think more and more it's just like like you saw you saw the, the deer it, the deer and and the mother deer walk by just now if we were in a songwriting session i feel like i feel like we probably would have used that or or we would have you know we would have dabbled into like maybe we should maybe that's something we need to talk about or maybe that's you know i think the more and more you know I, i've heard i've heard people say like um i think i forget which great was it, was it michael jackson or 
they say that they say something along the lines of like you have to let like god come in the room when you're songwriting like you have to leave enough room for like muses or you have to leave enough room for like spirits or whatever you want to believe it to be to kind of help dictate and then you're and then i feel like i'm kind of just oh like listening for whatever it is that's getting said by whoever's with me whoever's writing with me or Mm-hmm. but i'm seeing through the window <laughs> just being really open i think just being really open to whatever those things are is really important for me now because that's i think a lot of the times what's going on in here what's going on in here it's like i've i've played them i've played these thoughts over my head a million times <laughs> i've probably written four songs about this already i don't need to write another song about this what what what's outside of me you know oh yeah well and again that's what's so unique i just with being with other people and mm-hmm. speaking, you know, and just like, yeah, we're just going to explore what's there or just putting yourself in a different location, even mm-hmm. if you don't like to, to be in a different spot because you're right. Like we tend, it's hard. It's really hard to break out of stuff that we keep doing or we've done and then, and see it a different way, like to change that perspective, something, some new ingredient and which is a complete massive variable is, is another person, you know, that comes, it's a whole universe of different stuff. And when, it's cool too. The more you collaborate, you see the different chemistry that just seems to happen. Like certain people just access mm. a part of your personality that another person doesn't. They they have a different one that comes out of you, and vice versa. Like it's so cool. Mm-hmm. And I think what's it's it's cool to see like your enthusiasm with it because that just sounds like that's such a highlight. You know, it's so exciting to be in that space. And I think there's a bit of like just the excitement and anticipation of what comes from just being with the other people and being surprised by that. Like surprise is Ooh. a magical emotion, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, this I, is think, oh, I think I'm still getting, I think I'm still getting high all the time off of that feeling of being together with people being like, just being so excited over what we're creating in, in concert with each other, you know? Well, I, I, I was reading a little bit too, because you're now, in Germany and you're you now are an amazing duo and you just released some new music with Flora Falls with your your bandmate Bree mm-hmm. which is just a breathtaking album like it's just stunning like the the sonics mm-hmm. of it the wording of it like it's just gorgeous and I like you two met at an open mic is that right yes yeah so I'm curious yeah. of like how so this just seems like a neat segue I'd love to hear a little bit about that and what that project's been like for you that it's it's been it's been just like honestly one of the most intuitive journeys you know uh, like we met like you said we met at an open mic i'd just gotten to berlin um and what had happened i'd moved to holland for a band the, the one year before that pretty much meet like identically a year before that and i moved to holland and i never i'd never really dove right into like i'm living in the netherlands now i was always kind of like I think I think this is going to be a place for me like maybe and and going in with that energy it never really I never really found I never really formed roots there halfway through the year the band started breaking up and 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 I was like I don't really need to be in Holland I don't want to be in Holland and I and I went and I was like okay I'm going to go to Berlin I have a really good friend in Berlin um who've been trying to pull me there for a while and when I went to Berlin, I said, I'm not going to do it the same way I did in the Netherlands. I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to dive in. I'm just going to, what do I need to do? I need to like, I need to, whenever, whenever I start somewhere new, I need to start going to open mics. I need to play and I need to collaborate. That's, that's where, where you can make things happen. Go to shows, all that kind of stuff. And so I met, I literally met Brie, I think at like the third open mic I went to. Um, and I was just like, wow, what a voice. Like there's just, there's just something, an openness to her. And, and I just, you know, I, I said, Hey, should she, she was like really stoked on what I was doing. And I was like, why don't we, why don't we have a songwriting session? Um, and she was like, yeah, yeah. And like, little did I know, um, we tell the story on stage all the time now, but little did I know she was not super comfortable with the idea. I think she'd only ever written songs by herself. Or with her siblings, she had like a family. She had a band with her sister and her brother, um, and so she almost didn't make make it to the songwriting session. She was so close to jumping jumping ship, like right until like the moment she like rang my doorbell. She was like, "I don't really, I really don't want to do this," and I didn't know any of this. She showed up, and 
And we just, we do it now. What's kind of like our songwriting process is just like, she came over, she doesn't drink coffee. So I made myself a coffee, made her a tea and we just talked, you know, we kind of talked for an hour, hour and a half and then kind of pieced together, like sort of usually along the, along the way, we kind of say like that, that's kind of probably what we, you know, we often have these very unique, um, like we're kind of going through the same thing or a similar thing, maybe from from different perspectives, but we're kind of going like, wow, that's so interesting how, you know, we're both struggling with X right now with getting over, you know, something that we need to get over, whatever, whatever it is, there's, we always find this likeness and can go, oh, yeah, I can I can approach this from my angle and we can write the song together. And that's what we did on the first day, first time we were together, we wrote a song and she was just like wow well that was really really great we sang together and our voices just naturally had this natural harmony that there was no there was no oh i think you should sing the third we just kind of always found each other's harmony I was like, wow that's really good and so we had a second wrong second second songwriting session a third songwriting session and then sooner or later we thought okay we you know we played we played some open mics and i think the second open mic or the first open mic we played we found our producer who who is like I want to record I want to record you guys, <laughs> and he and he's still he's still he's what produced the EP that you would have just listened to. Wow, and it's been it's been super yeah like super intuitive and 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 very much we 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 come up like we basically always have tasks to do or things like oh man, and it's it, it's a lot of things that I I would have thought of like oh man how when are we going to climb that mountain that the both of us kind of go well we have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> let's figure out the answer to that problem and we and we just do you know whether no matter kind of what it is um we're all she's always we're all we're both game and we both trust each other to the point where it's like we can yeah we can sort of say that doesn't work and and not feel oh they're they're, they're, they're they're stomping on my ideas or whatever it's just go no how about we try this 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 and we finish something again you know and it, it's been very natural and intuitive in this in this very easy collaborative way and that's what it was like working with her and and yeah and we we've been really really lucky that we've somehow managed to get funding in germany to to make these things um yeah they give they give funding to australians and canadians (laughs) 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 they give funding to people who like are registered living living in berlin or living in germany and we've been very lucky to sort of sort of build a small team already and and yeah we're going on lots of tours we're going to switzerland next month and right yeah. congratulations that's exciting yeah amazing well holy cow so again the, the thing that keeps jumping out to me is just like getting out and sharing you know like you you don't, mm. you don't have this happen you know you don't have this happen when you're just like sitting on social media all the time or just like in your bedroom no. you know it's like there's something it's so great to be able to be out and about and back in the presence of music and other people but you going to say like hey like i love your stuff like why don't mm-hmm. why don't we try something you know like such a simple yeah. act but like look at all the spin off of these things that come from that you know or like and you're totally. coming up and be like i love you guys i want to make your record let's yeah. make a record <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i love the yeah. the free flowing you know communication at all that just kind of keeps it rolling so, well, I'm curious with whether it's been like your own solo pursuits or, or with the music that you're doing now, like what, if you were to look at the collection that you have, like what are, or what's a, a particular song and, and memory that feels like is maybe one of the most important ones to you? Ooh. Mm, so many, Michael, There's so many. <laughs> sign of a... Of a well-experienced wisdom life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, I mean, if I if I could like sum up my songwriting career to this point with one song, or like the most meaningful one, is it is it something? Are Are you going to play this on the podcast? <laughs> or... I, I just find it interesting because like it it can change. I, I maybe qualify it to say at this moment in time because that Ooh. shifts right. That shifts all the time. Yeah because of what we're going through or what we write but also i i've found my relationships with certain songs have changed over time because of how people have told me their experience has been with it because it something 
say, for example, hearing how somebody, how a song has served somebody in their life, and I get that later down the road, makes me kind of feel a deeper connection with that song. But it's kind of a, a longer release <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. So, uh, but that it's just the type of question or this type of story I was just find really, really special to hear about. So I don't know if that helps in any way to to focus. Yeah, I mean. Can I can I say like maybe two or like oh, of course because like it's it's so funny because I feel like there's wisdom in the ran- most random of places like one one thing one thing that I <laughs> that I um one of my one of my main like songwriters in the folk road show um which was my project before I started Flora Falls mm-hmm. um is Ben and I Ben he's this, uh, another Australian fun- funnily enough we we have a great songwriting connection and it's it's largely we'll write serious songs but it's it really comes sometimes the lyrics often come from just us being very uh silly with each other making a lot of jokes with each other and it's almost like these this wisdom comes through through that um and 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 the the reason that why, why i'm bringing this up is the song that probably has had the most effect on my career up until this point is my first my very first single was haunted by love and it was the one that got on i got on the radio and i and i, I made a music video and it, it really did did really well like from from my career to this point it probably did the best for my for my you know recording career until this point and i was largely sitting on an idea that I that I was like, oh, this is really cool. It's really, I don't know what it was. I think I was like slapping the guitar in sort of this way. Um, and it was really kind of abstract. And I just watched the movie. Um, it's the one where, it's the one where um, Dwight from The Office is the drummer. You seen this movie? <laughs> I don't think so. So anyways, it's it, it, it's this movie where, where where it's a bunch of bunch of teenagers and if you watch The Office, Rain Rain Wilson, I think is his name. He's the oh, yeah. drummer <laughs> in the band. And and they're playing this song and it's really it's really sad and it's like, I'm so bitter. And and he's playing this song with them and then all of a sudden he, he stops, like, okay, no, let's change it change it and say you're going to say i'm you're going to sing i'm not bitter and we're going to and we're going to raise the bpm by like 20 bpms we're going to make it upbeat and and this like just came into my brain about this sort of really mundane song i'd been playing which ended up becoming haunted by love and i was like well why don't i why don't i try and do that flip on whatever i'm working on right now and i don't know what the heck I don't know what the heck I was working on right before all that. I probably have a voice memo from like 2010 that's still there. Um, but it was just this sort of like aha moment from this random movie that I was like, maybe I should do that. And I did it. And all of a sudden I was like, this is the song. This is, this is the song. <laughs> but I think, I think like that, that from like, from that standpoint or like from, from sort of like a looking back and saying, well, this this song had a lot, like a lot of effect on my on my career till today, and has has done me a lot of good favors. Well, and that, sort of the experience of it. What's that, that? That particular song and the video was spectacular. Like the video was so cool that you did, and yeah, definitely linked because really... like that one is like a standout video for me in my life like it stands out as just like a really powerful one the way you did it because like not many i haven't seen many many music videos that really went to the lengths of what happened in this thing (laughs) and and the creativity behind it and i i don't really want to i don't want to spoil it because i actually want to include it and i want people to see it okay mike mike southworth mike Southworth pitched me the idea at pop okanagan i don't know if that still happens but at a pop okanagan and it would have been 2011 hear the song and he pitched me the idea and i I was just like yeah (laughs) we can and then of course yeah it'd be a spoiler for me to say but there was a lot of prep work that went into learning how to do what i did like three months and then three months and and by the two-month point he said okay film yourself doing it and flip it and i and i and i was like i still suck i still can't do it (laughs) And then I had to like re- sort of really relearn as to what, how to strategically be able to to sing like that. 
So anyway, I know that's all Mike Southworth and and a lot of a lot of dedication and and a lot of people who came to bat and you know my friend Adam who built a room in somebody's backyard that we could yeah anyway <laughs> it's hard to talk about without like sweating. <laughs> Anyways, there was a lot, I had a lot of people around me who were who were just willing to to help me make this cool thing happen for like next to nothing and yeah it was uh, pretty proud of that too amazing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to make sure we have a little bit of time to touch on this too, because I think what's just so cool, what you did the other like week and a half ago or two weeks ago or so of just, you know, it's a unique feature of, of social media sometimes of just being able to show up and kind of like voice voice something, you know, and you, you brought up the idea of like how, how challenging it can be to just like, and, and, you know, like, the stuff that goes in our own minds of like how we feel about having to reach out to people and encourage or just mm-hmm. invite and all the time. And, but I just thought like, like your follow-up message saying that like you had got like a lot of really great response and yeah. it was really kind of had turned things. So I'm just curious of like what your experience with that has been like, and like what it's like now. I mean, I think it's just kind of like, I kind of, you read, you read my, my quote where I just said, it's a kind of put some wind in my sails and just kind of a lot of people have spoken on it to me and i had a good a good new friend of mine said yeah just i i saw your post and you need to do it like it's not yours like think think of it as if 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 whatever you're sharing if it's an album or a song if it was you loved it as much as you loved the new sufian stevens song or or because you do love it that much now just talk about it like that you know what I mean? Approach people like that because that's that's what it means to you, and that's what it is. You know, they can make up their mind after that point, but just just don't. Maybe 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 step outside of it to go. It's like don't don't talk about it like it's yours, because then you're going to say things like, you know, if you have the time, uh, maybe uh, just just if you if you if you want, it's there. Just putting it out. Like, don't say that. Like, just just sell. Like, you got to hear this. It's great. And you're a fool to not to not check this out <laughs> see you talk soon um yeah and it's just so many so many people and, and and what's great is that the people there's people who wrote on the post or wrote me who i really thought i i annoyed like i i was i i i i was like oh i'm not gonna write whoever daniel because he i'm sure he must get annoyed but i'm not even gonna bother and these some of those people wrote on the post like I, I'm I'm sad that you don't write me more. I'm like, oh wow, oh, okay. And I think too, you know, I think you talked about it because I listened I listened to your episode after you said after you mentioned it. I think you said something along the lines of of like thinking of it as like this is an opportunity to maybe talk to somebody who I haven't talked to in a while. You know, I haven't talked to my friend Clarence, mm-hmm. and we probably wouldn't get the chance to talk. But now I can say, hey. Um, I, I'm writing you for this because I have a show or because of this, but like, I also just, it's been like five years. Wow. How you been? I'm, I'm actually interested in knowing how, how you're doing. And I think, yeah, I think there's lots of reasons to do it. And I think, I think since I posted that it's just sort of opened up the amount of reasons or good reasons to, to just be proud and do it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> it's a funny Why? thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's a funny thing to get goosebumps up, but it, it it's just really kind of gets at the heart of of the connection underlying all mm-hmm. of it, you know. And like it, it can take something that so many people feel so icky about that feels mm-hmm. like they just don't want to do. They hate doing it and transforming it into something that can actually be really special to say like, wow, yeah, I haven't talked to this person in a year or I don't know how they're going. It's like, what a neat reminder to check in with the people that are important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and what's unique too, I think with, when you think about, oh, well, there's maybe all these friends on Facebook or whoever that I, I want to try to put that, that can be overwhelming. I think it's kind of nice. It's like, I think a lot of things, once you start, there's just a special momentum that carries that you're like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm in the rhythm, you know, like this feels actually exactly. good. But when you can start and actually maybe be choosy, it's like, oh, well, you know, like I really haven't talked, like who are the, well, who would be like the most important people that you just want to like know how they're doing in, mm-hmm. in whatever, if you're going to this town and you know them and start there, 
you know, because it's like start with the place that, you know, is probably going to be like the most exciting to talk to and let it go from there, you know, and I, I think that that excitement and whatnot just just unleashes something really connected, really special. And I, I, I know from the times that I've approached it that way and really got to know someone, it's, it's these kind of unspoken magical things that happen too. It's like that one person you talk to like, Oh, you know, like we're having a staff party or it's whatever's birthday, whoever's birthday. We're like, we're, we're just going to bring them to the show. <laughs> so now all of a sudden there's like a huge bunch of people, or maybe it's just the, the one or they, they start giving you information. Like I know, some people that I've had those kind of talks with, they'll be like, oh, could you play this song this night? You know, like they'll start informing you that that never makes me think back to what you talked about in your set before of like getting people to come through that point. And, and uh, when you now know ahead of time, what's really going to do that for them, you're already like miles ahead of, of and being in a really special position to make the show completely magical. <laughs> and it's like, so, it's so easy that way. And, and again, it takes that, that icky thing and actually becomes this exciting, actually very can be motivating experience to reach out, uh, just to reframe the whole scenario. Yeah. 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 So totally. I really love that you brought that up. Thanks for doing that because it's, it's great. You know, and these are these, these things are the kind of thing that over time they seem little, but they're the kind of thing that make people quit sometimes mm. they just oh, 100%. and they're like i don't want to do that anymore i don't want to do this is what this this is how i define this and that's a story that can just stop and and that's something i feel really sad to see when, mm. when someone decides to stop writing you know for something like that yeah. i think it's such a lifelong language that is such a helpful tool for so many reasons totally totally and yeah. I, think, I think yeah i think i think it's interesting like with with like the there's the building blocks of of and they go in both directions you know what i mean like like you just said that the, the, those can be the things that sort of lead to somebody quitting eventually or or you know what i mean and i and i hear it i hear it in my in my friends who are performers and i hear when that jaded energy starts to grow or or that you know what i mean it's like oh, i don't i can't do i can't stand to do that thing anymore mm -hmm. and i'm like ah but why, why can't you go to open mics anymore? Why, what is it, you know, do you need a break? Okay, if you need, if you need to say, I need, I need to pause away from that or this or that. But I think the moment you start saying, I'm, I don't do that anymore, mm -hmm. is, is when those building blocks of, of, of stopping you from doing that thing or getting, or being a part of that world start to pile up. Right. If that makes sense, do you know what I mean? And I think it's like, like one of the things that I think is so important and like you're, you're kind of talking about community is I still go to open mics mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, and I have lots of friends who's like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'm, I go because I'm like, well, I need to hear, I need, I need to still, con still continue to communicate or, or, or con make contact with people. I don't know with people I do know. I need right. to hear what people are doing and, and get other ideas, but I also need to try I need to try these new songs. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't, I can't create in a vacuum and I could wait until my next show or I could just say like, we wrote this on Tuesday and there's a really cool mic on Thursday. Let's go do it. Let's go put it out in the world and see what happens. Let's go do the science experiment. That's an exercise. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let's exercise. Let's, let's see, let's see if it's got legs or let's, let's see. Cause we'll immediately know what's not working and what is working. Right. Okay. Um, and I, th I think, yeah, you kind of have to be wary and kind of always kind of go, no, I'm open for, I'm open for really anything. Of course, there's things that I'm going to be like, I can stop things I don't want to be in my life that if, if I see them, they're, they're bad for me. But I think there's lots of those things which just kind of have to continue to be open to them because they're, they're beautiful opportunities. Right on. Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, it's so awesome to reconnect with you. I was like, again, this is a symbol of the exact same thing. I'm like, you know, I've, 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 orbited with you in lots of different ways i'm like i've never really sat down and talked to you i'm like this just feels like just perfect in line with what you're talking about and what came up to just hear this so really appreciate you coming to share and just dig into yeah. this and just have your stories heard a bit more because you hit so many great great things that i know everyone's going to love to hear so if, if anyone wants to find you more like where's the best place for them to go um well you can find if you're an instagrammer 
If you're on the gram, you can find me at Dom Frico, D-O-M-F-R-I-C-O-T. Um, and then my other project there is also at Flora Falls Music, Flora Falls Music. Um, and then we we both have Spotify accounts. Or you, you, I think you can find us on really anything except for we're not. I'm not really on Twitter anymore, but all the other ones were there. Dom Frico or Flora Falls music. Right on. I'll make sure to include all that. And it's yeah. funny for whatever I've never thought about this before, but I didn't. I don't know if there's. <laughs> you made me think that there's maybe a potential awards show for the Instagrammies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could start that. <laughs> we could start the Instagram. The Instagrammies. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be something, right? Is there's is there something? I don't know. Um, we got to look into that. We might be onto something here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Instagram. I know that you. I know that YouTube had like a movie awards for a while. I remember Bo Burnham winning something there. Oh yeah. But Instagrammies. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> right on. Well, yeah, we'll definitely I'll keep spinning your tunes and listening and, and uh, yeah, good luck with the tours. And I know we got like a, a European audience here too. So definitely they'll be excited to hear about where you're going. So cool, man. Well, thanks for the chat and thanks for inviting me on the show. It's been a pleasure. Right on. What a treat. There were so many great topics that we got into today. So hope that there's something in there that spawned some creativity, spawned some inspiration or just some different perspectives now. So but definitely lots to check out. Look at Dom's music. The Flora Falls music is incredible. And I'm going to include a link to the video that we cryptically talked about called Haunted by Love. There's going to be some other links there that we mentioned to keep in mind. But love to know how this episode impacted you. And yeah, give yourself some time to check out some new music. And I'm going to give you a little sneak peek right now. I'm going to leave you with a song by Dom and Bree for their project Flora Falls called Escape. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. It's been days since I said you're i yeah.